0: Today, uh, tonight, I just want to talk about the Lord and his people, his relationship with us, who he is to us, what he does for us. Father, I just ask that your word will speak to our hearts mentally tonight and uh, lift us up and encourage us to know that you are always there for us, that you will never leave us, you will never forsake us. In Jesus' name, amen. Exodus 15, verse 11, it says, Who is like unto you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you? Glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders. This is actually a song that the children of Israel sang right after they crossed the Red Sea. And on this particular day, they are seeing God become truly fearful. They are also seeing God do great wonders. This was the time that they left Egypt. God delivered them from the hands of Pharaoh. They left Egypt and God said to Moses, I don't want you to take the shortcut to the promised land. I want you to take the long long go by way of the Red Sea. Because if we don't do this, they will become afraid and when they see war, and they decide to go back to Egypt. So I'm, I want you to go by the way of the Red Sea. Now, they got to the Red Sea, and they, they were wondering, I'm sure, what are we going to do now? We got this sea. And all of a sudden, they turned back, and here was the army of Pharaoh coming at them. Uh, the interesting thing about that, in Exodus chapter 14, the very beginning of the chapter, God had already told Moses, I know you're out of Egypt, I know you're going to the promised land, but see, I'm going to harden the heart of Pharaoh. I'm going to get glory out of his life. He's going to come after you. You know, that confirms God's word. God will not do a thing, except he told his servants first. God will always tell his servants. But notice what happened. The children of Israel, they turned back and they saw the army of Egypt. They looked in front of them. There was this sea. Nowhere to go. And the first thing they did was to cry out to God. God, help us. And after crying out to God, they turned on Moses. Why did you bring us here? (laughs) I guess we do that a lot. We cry out to God and then we find who to blame, you know, for our difficulties. Well, they cried out to God and and they they, they blamed Moses. And uh, Moses said to them, Be still. Just be quiet. Today you will see the work of God. Because this army, these enemies that you see, you will no longer see them again forever. That is your lot. The enemies that are trying to pursue you today, I want to declare to you tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus as you trust in the Lord you will not see the enemy again against your life in Jesus name. And that's what Moses told him. He says you won't see them anymore and uh, God did a great wonder among the people. Now before this time and I'd like to read the scripture just to let you know how the God that you've come into covenant with how he is and who Uh, and what is following your life that you may not even be aware of. There is great power around your life. And the enemy says that. There is a great wall of protection over your life. Amen. Look at what the word says. I'm going to go first to Exodus chapter 13, verse 21 and 22. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud the children of Israel, after they left the land of bondage and God was leading them to their promised land, the Bible says that God went before them in a pillar of cloud to lead the way. And the Lord, even though you don't see the pillar of cloud in your life, physically, there is a pillar of cloud that is following, that's ahead of you to your promised land. Amen? And by night in the pillar of fire, I want you to know that both the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire, they are one and the same. Amen. He said, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so as to go by day and night. So you don't even stop in your journey. And notice what he says. And did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night. From before the people now. Let, this is what you need to know. Regardless of how you feel, regardless of what you're going the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire is always there. God did not take that away. Doing things bad that were, were upsetting the Lord, the pillar of fire and the pillar of cloud was still there for them. Amen. God led the children of Israel by the pillar of fire during the day. You know what that means? Now, in uh, Psalm 121, verse 6, He says, The sun will not smite you by day, neither the moon by night. Now, we know the sun doesn't smite anybody. But there is what we call UV ray. And God was protecting His people during the day. In the desert, it's got to be really, truly hot. And God had the pillar of cloud during the day to protect them from the heat and from UV rays that would cause them skin cancer. God knew before scientists found out that UV rays can cause skin cancer. He protected his people. And at night, God turned that pillar of cloud into a pillar of fire. They had electricity, if you will have it. <laughs> they could see at night. So they could travel during the day And they could travel at night as well. God was always present with them. That was an encouragement for them. Just looking up. The pillar of cloud was always there. The pillar of cloud is God's own glory upon their life. To see God there in their midst. Constantly there. To rain his blessings upon the people. You need rain? The pillar of cloud. You need sunshine in your life? The pillar of fire. Regardless of what you're going through, it is always there. But on this particular day that the Egyptians were coming against the children of Israel, for the first time, the pillar of cloud left the front part of the congregation and went behind them to separate his people from the enemy. When the enemy comes in as a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. The pillar of cloud came behind them. And I'm going to read from Exodus chapter 14, verse 19 and 20. And the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel. Notice that was the angel of God. That's the Lord himself. The angel of God, that's the way they call it. The angel of the the covenant. He moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went from before them and stood behind them. So it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. Thus it was a cloud and darkness to the one, that's to the Egyptians. And it gave light by night to the others. Notice how careful God is. He was still a pillar to shield them during the day. But at night, it gave them light. It was a pillar of fire by night from before the people. And so God separated them. And while this was happening, the Lord was splitting the sea. Amen? And they were watching. They, had, they couldn't see behind them. They saw the Egyptians. All of a sudden there was no way to see them because the pillar of cloud was behind. And the, the Egyptians could not get close to them. And they had light. They had comfort as before. As if the enemy wasn't there. If we will look to the Lord, even though the enemy may be that close, the Son of God is always there. The pillar of by night and the pillar of clock I day was always there. In Psalm 91, you know that Psalm, verse 5 and 6, it tells us very clearly that we will not be afraid of the terror by night. Not the pestilence or the arrow that he says the arrow that flies by day. Or the pestilence that walk by night. See, God protects us from all of these evil things if we will trust him. We must know that God does not change. The Lord himself said in Malachi chapter 3 verse 6, For I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore you are not consumed oh sons of jacob no matter what's going on in your life the lord's mercy upon your life will not change it's always there the lord's favor on your life will not change Regardless of what's happening in your life. Regardless of what you're going through right now. The pillar of cloud is still over your life. The pillar of fire is still there. The mercy of God is still upon your life. The favor of God is still there for you. God will surely forgive if you've done something wrong. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 11 verse 29. For the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. God does not regret it. God will never have a day of regret. I don't know why I did this for this person. God is the same. He loves us the same every day. The Bible tells us, with the Lord and His people, God says, I will never leave you. Sometimes we go through very difficult times. And sometimes during those times, People will say things to you that make you wonder. And things are going through your mind. Where is God in this? You don't even know the answers. But God is giving us a promise. He said he will not leave us. God will never leave you. No matter what you're going through. If you're going through something today and you don't have any understanding... Believe me, the pillar of cloud is still there with you. The pillar of fire is still there with you to show you your way. God is doing something that you may not understand. When it's over, he gets the glory and you get your freedom. And that's exactly what he did with the children of Israel. They sang on that day to the Lord. They said, God is fearful in praises. Doing wonders because they saw it. They saw what God did on that same day. God also said, He said this, in, I believe I'm going to read this Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. God tells us this Be strong and of a good courage. Do not fear, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. Just like He was going with the children of Israel. He will not leave you nor forsake you. There are things that we really need to take to heart right here. God says, be strong. Even when you're going through a difficult time, you need to be strong. Be strong and of a good courage. The same thing God said to Joshua. You cannot get into your inheritance if you are afraid of the difficulties. That means you are. Fo- you, cannot that God is with you. you cannot forget that he is with you. The enemy will take advantage of that. He says here be strong and of a good courage. Don't allow what you're going through to discourage you. If you allow what you're going through, and every one of us is going through something, Whatever that is. Some of us it's really difficult. For some of us it's been for a while. And you're looking for salvation. You're looking for help. God, where are you? God is saying, I have not forgotten you. I will not leave you. He says, just be strong. Why? We need to be because we have circumstances in our lives that will make us want to give up. That will make us feel very weak. Hopeless. God says, don't go that way. Be strong in His might. And take courage. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Tell yourself, God is with me. Use the same words that He's given to you. Because you are in covenant with God, just like the children of Israel. He promised them, He'll never leave them, He'll never forsake them. And if God gave that promise to the children of Israel, we have greater promises in the new covenant he knows exactly what you're going through and he may have allowed it for his glory when it's all over if you are strong and if you refuse to be discouraged you will see god's glory he says be strong and of a good courage do not fear that's a key thing don't be afraid just don't fear You saw this in the life of Jesus in the New Testament. Even before he heals. He says, don't be afraid. First word. Before he heals. Every time. Don't be afraid. Why are you so fearful, he says. Where is your faith? Why are you so fearful? Because fear is what brings the enemy closer. You cannot fear. Because your Lord... The Lord your God is with you. So be of a good good courage. Do not fear. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid of the circumstances. That's them. Don't be afraid of it. Because your God is with you. The Lord your God. To me, that's so precious. Who is your Lord? Your God. The Lord your God. He is the one that's going with you. He's going wherever you're going. He's with you. He knew before you got into that circumstances, That circumstance. And he's been with you all along. And he's with you in it. And he will deliver you. He says, I will be with you in trouble. And I'll deliver you. Psalm 91. So he says, don't be afraid. Fear is what will put him away from you. So he cannot reach you. So we cannot be afraid. We trust him. He promised never to forgive, uh, forget you. My wife read this on Sunday. Can a woman, Psalm 49, 15 and 16, can a woman forget a nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. That should satisfy us. I will not forget you. You're going through a tough time. Satan is using people to make things difficult for you. God says, I will not forget you. You are in my thoughts, always. I will not forget you. We need to believe this and encourage ourselves with this. God has not forgotten you. You got your dreams, don't let go of those dreams. Even if you have discouraging times today, don't let go of those dreams. Don't let the enemy bring in circumstances to make you change your mind and settle for something less than your dream. Stay with it. Don't be afraid. The Lord your God is the one that's going with you. And where is He going with you? He is going with you to your promised land. He promised you a land flowing with milk and honey. And for us, every, for every one of us, is different. But you got your dream that he's given to you. Don't let go of it. He said he has not forgotten you. Yet, if it is possible for a woman to forget a child, God says, I will never forget you. It's impossible. Why is he saying this? Because when we go through difficult times, we tend to think, maybe God has forsaken me. God has forgotten me. I'm alone. But God says that will never happen. And he cannot lie. He has not forgotten you. He will have compassion. <laughs> compassion on you. Just as a mother will have compassion on a child. When they're going through a tough time. I don't know uh, if, if some of us women, yeah, if you know what it is for a mother to have a sick child, right? How it feels. <laughs> that as a father, I went through that. And uh, my faith, my hope was just in the Lord. I don't know how Angela felt, but I remember one one day she was crying about it. It was tough on us. If we could do something, we'll remove that negative situation because of the compassion that we have on our child. We want that child to feel good. It's the same way with our God. Sometimes He will allow to see what you would do if you will forget that he has promised never to leave you, never to leave you, never to forget you. He said, I have engraved you in the palm of my hand. So, whenever he lifts his hand, he's there, you're there. Your name is written, your name is written. He cannot forget you, you're right there, that close. how precious we are to Him. I don't think we will ever realize how precious we are to the Lord until we get there. But I want to know that now. I want to experience that. Because the more you know of it, the more you can experience. The more you can ask from the Father, the more you receive. A child who has no doubt about the love of their of his parents or a parents, they go to the parents and ask things constantly. Give me, give me this, give me this. And nothing is too big. If they know you can provide it, give me this. Give it to me. If they know you can buy them a good car, when they are 15, they are already talking to you about the car, right? <laughs> they know you can afford it. They ask. Same with our Father. He'll never forget you. He says, see, I have inscribed you on the palm of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. I see them. If the wall is broken, I'll fix it. If something comes against your wall, that's your life, I'll come against that thing. Constantly, I'm looking. I like this scripture here. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, uh, four verse seven, uh, 17 and 18. Same reason why we're sharing this today. Because some of us are going through things difficult time things for our light affliction see no matter how big you think it is what does God call it light (laughs) it's big I can't handle it I need somebody to help me God says it's a light affliction which is but for what a moment it is just for a moment I'm sure the uh, the Israelites were very disturbed on that day when they turned back and they saw the Egyptians coming at them. Many of them saw their graves. (laughs) They told Moses, do you think they don't have graves in Egypt? You're bringing us here to die in the wilderness? For our light affliction, which is but for a moment you have to have that behind at the back of your mind constantly no matter what you're going this is the word of god that is settled in heaven whatever you're going through is only for a moment it's not going to last it's only for a moment it may be very difficult right now It may be very painful to you. Look at what the word says. Which is for a moment is working. Your light affliction for a moment is working for us as far, for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Basically, whatever you're going through, God is using the same thing to bring glory to himself and a lot of blessing upon your life. No matter what it is. He calls it a light affliction. That he had permitted on your life for your benefit. If you handle it well. But God is going to take it away. It's only for a moment. That thing has come to work for you. Amen. That trouble has come into your life. God allowed it to work for you, to give, to bring to you an exceeding and eternal, it says, weight of glory. Something very precious. And then he says, Why we do not look, which is scripture we're familiar with, at the things which are seen, that's your light affliction, right? But at the things which are not seen that's the eternal weight of glory you can see those those are the things that you look at when you're going through difficult times the more you look at the light affliction the longer the light affliction was there but if you take your eyes off the light affliction to the eternal weight of glory Then the light affliction will only be for a moment. Why we look at the things which, why we look not at the things which are which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary. It tells you that what you see is temporary. Now he's not robbing us of what we feel. That's not all. The sin that goes with the scene, uh, the feeling, the hearing, and all of it. It says we're not, we're not to look at those things because those things are temporary. But the things which are not seen, they are eternal. That's why i read that scripture in, in um, Romans chapter 11 verse 29. The gifts and the callings of God are irrevocable. Because when you're going through those things... That light affliction, if you look at the eternal weight of glory, something comes through that into your life that is eternal and it will stay with you till the day you die. That's the truth. You can't obtain that eternal thing until you go through this light affliction. You have to go through it. And you have to maintain a good attitude. You see, God gave the children of Israel a lot of oppor- opportunities in the wilderness to bless them. He said, I took you through this wilderness 40 years to prove you, to see what was in you. They failed. And the two that passed the test, they went into the promised land and became the leaders. And God anointed them greatly. And give them a portion for for themselves and their family after them. So we are to look at those things that we cannot see. You know we will go through this. I said this before in Isaiah 43. Verse 2 through 4. God says when you pass through the waters. I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. Now, God doesn't do some, and there's nothing new under the sun, no? The Bible says that, tells us that. The children of Israel passed through the waters. And God was with them. And God is, in, through Isaiah, he's saying the same thing to us. Not if you go through it, but when you go through it. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. Sometimes we'll feel like a river, rivers of water coming at us, trying to drown us. But God has promised us, He will not forget us. He will not leave us. He will not forsake us. He's always there. I'd like to encourage you today that the Lord is with you Right now, regardless of what you're going through. And every one of us is having, we have something in our lives that we're going through. But God is with you. If you're concerned about your life spiritually, God has not forsaken you. He is with you. He's going to bring you up. Just stay there. Look to Him. If you're concerned about your life in a material way, God is with you. He has not forgotten you. Keep your dreams up. Enlarge your tent. He's still there with you. He knows you're going through the river. He knows that you're passing through the waters. But he says, I am with you. I will never leave you. I won't forsake you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Nor shall the flames scorch you. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Right? But this is the amazing thing. Isaiah lived before Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know that? Isaiah was way before those guys. I'm sure those guys read this scripture. Amen. Your furnace will, will do nothing to us. When you walk through the fire, not if you, you will walk through fire. God will allow it. The light affliction is going to come, but it's for your benefit. God says it, it won't do any harm to you. It says, for the reason why that will not happen, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. That's the one who saved you. I am there with you. Did you get saved? Yes. Jesus is your Savior. You will go through waters. You will pass through the fire. And God says these things will not hurt you Because I am your Lord And I am your God The Holy One of Israel Your Savior He says I like this part I gave Egypt for your ransom Ethiopia and Seba In your place Since you were precious in my sight You have been honored. How many of you believe that God is honored here? Now look. I don't really know if we truly understand what this is. And I'm not sure if I fully understand it myself. If God has honored you. And I know he has. Think about you. Think about it. If today the President of the United States chooses to honor somebody how would you feel about it people are honored by the president just taking a picture with them they'll frame that picture and put it in their home for everybody to see God is saying he's not saying I'm going to honor you he says you have been honored already That's an amazing thing for God to honor a man. And that's your place in life. That's the covenant that you have with him. And there's nothing too big for our God. He has honored you. What that means is you are highly favored. You are surrounded with favor as a shield. Amen. Amen. You know, God has helped me. My eyes are becoming open. Since since I started giving up all those crazy stuff I was taught in my previous years, I'm beginning to see the hand of God at work in my life, in my family. Amen. And I'm not there yet. I know it's not by power, it's not by might. It's not by my own abilities. While I'm doing my own stuff with the Lord that I consider insignificant, He's working mightily on my behalf. And He's doing exactly the same for you. There are things that God is putting together for your life. What you should be doing is, Lord, can I see just a little bit of it? Give me a glimpse of it. Let me have it. Let me just see a little part of it. I'm telling you, if He shows it to you, you might not sleep that night. Because of excitement. What you're going through is only for a moment. The only thing that will limit you is your mind. And what you think about the Savior who is now in your life. I tell you, I guarantee you, if we can see Jesus always sitting with us, going places with us, you will be afraid of nothing in this life. He's there, just like they saw the pillar of fire and the pillar of cloud. He's always there. He promised, I won't leave you. I will always be there. But we can't see him. But I'd like you to have him at the back of your mind, constantly beholding the Lord who is before you. So when you're looking at your problem, you look at him. You look one way, look at the problem, you look back at him. He does this. Wink at Jesus. Yeah. I got it made. I got Jesus here. Have you seen little kids do this? They go pick on a real huge guy and, you know, maybe kick the guy. And then when the guy says, God, what did you do that for? And they want to get after the kid. Guess where the kid runs to? To his daddy. And he says, Come, my daddy is going to whip you. And sometimes the daddy is a very little guy. Daddy's, Why did you do that? You know, but God is always there for us, He's always there for us since you were precious in my sight. You were precious in my sight, you have been honored, and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. That means. If there's promotion, if there's going to be promotion in where, the place where you're working, God will pass, bypass all of them and come to you. Amen. That's the truth. He said, I will give nations, people, for your life. I'll let a whole nation waste away just to protect you. That's how precious. He says, because you were precious in my sight. But what we do is we equate how precious we are before the Lord based on the things that we're going through. See? If things seem to be going well, we think we are pretty precious. But when they take a wrong turn, we feel bad. I don't know <laughs> about being precious. But the Lord says, I am the Lord. I do not change. If you find favor in His side... And He's honored you, you are honored. He's always there for you. I'd like you to believe this with me tonight. Because there's great honor coming upon your life in the name of Jesus. There's a great blessing coming upon your life in Jesus' name. You will surprise yourself. And your enemies will be surprised at what God is doing in your life. They think all of a sudden you've become really smart. Amen. Because God will be doing a great work in your life. Amen. The enemy will not be able to reach you. The enemy will not be able to touch your life. The enemy will not be able to touch your finances. The enemy will not be able to touch your children. The enemy will not be able to touch anything that belongs to you. Because the Lord your God is with you. He is with you in a pillar of cloud. During the day. And he's with you at night. When terrible things happen, he's there. So there's no darkness, no dark places in your life. He is always there. He promised that. His word will not return to him void. I want to tell you, I want to read a scripture that really blessed me and then I'll close. Uh, the, I call it the portion of God's people. That's my portion. Say, that's my portion. That's your portion. That's my portion. I'd like you to see it. Really precious. Isaiah 65, verse 20 through 24. This is my portion in this life. And you have to believe it. Until you believe this, you will waste away in this life. Until you change your mind, until you renew your mind, Satan will continue, continually harass you. It says, No more shall an infant from there live but a few days nor an old man who has not fulfilled his days for the child shall die 100 years old but the sinner being 100 years old shall be accursed (laughs) I can be sure you know nothing evil is going to happen to my children ever I rest my case on that word. Unless Jesus didn't die on the cross. Amen. Unless he didn't rise from the dead. Unless he's not sitting by the father's right hand. My hope is in God. And your hope is in God. Your children will not die young according to the word. I don't have to wonder about it. You know what's happening. Children get kidnapped by people. They are murdered. Something happens. They disappear. They're missing. That's not for my family. Say that with me. That's not for my family. That's your heritage. We need to believe God's word. Don't just read and say, that's nice. Believe it. And God will confirm it. His eyes are running to and fro. To show himself strong on the behalf of those that fear him. I am one of those that fear him. Are you one? Yes, you do. He is showing himself strong on your behalf. Yes, he is. So I don't have to wonder about my kids. No more shall an infant from there live but a few days. No evil disease will take them. Let's believe God's word. Verse 21. They shall not build houses. Excuse me. They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. So there are people that build, but they can't live in them. There cannot be any foreclosure on my house. Amen. (laughs) You understand what i'm saying There's <laughs> nothing like that no one is going to take it from me i'm going to live in that house until i'm ready to to leave and then make some money and go on to the, the the bigger one this is god's promise to us this is my portion would you join me to say that this is my portion when god says they shall not build that means you are able to build amen you are able to build god says you will you don't have to be a doctor to be able to build. God says you can. And when you build, you will live in it. Amen. You will not plant a vineyard. I mean, you shall plant a vineyard. I'm going backward tonight. <laughs> you shall plant a vineyard uh, and eat the fruit. Meaning, you have your business. Your business will not grow, go bankrupt. It will always stand. There are times when things will become difficult, okay? But remember, the pillar of cloud is with you. The pillar of fire is with you. You're not going to go bankrupt. You will eat from that business. The business will multiply. Then the word of God tells us this, For as the days of a tree So shall be the days of my people. And my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. I like that. Do you like that? Long. Long. I'm going to be around to enjoy it. I'm going to see my kids get married to good spouses and their children. I'll be around. I tell my daughter all the time, Daddy, are you going to be around? Yeah, don't count on it. I'm going to be around. I'm going to be around to see these good days. To see the hand of the Lord on my life and upon my children because He promised that. I'd like you to believe that with me tonight. Verse 23. They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth children for trouble, (laughs) For they shall be the descendants of the blessed of the Lord. And their offsprings with them. I talked about this on Sunday. I look for scriptures like this for my children. And for the children we have here at the Ark Fellowship. What the word says. You will never labor in vain. In Jesus name. Your children will not be a trouble to you. Your your children will not bring you shame. That's what the word says. When it appears like there's shame coming, it's only an affliction for a moment. For an eternal weight of glory. That's the way I see it. God is with us. And the word says, verse 24, And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are still speaking, i hear. That's my portion. That's your portion in Jesus' name. That's the relationship that we have with our God. And he doesn't play with words just to make us feel good. These words are true. God answers. Isaiah 54 says for us to increase the borders of our tent, please turn with me. You know, last night my wife and I were listening briefly to Ora Roberts as he was talking about seed time and harvest. He said this thing. Let it come out of your mouth. Say it. Tell the Lord, you are. Whatever you make him, he's who he is in your life. I will say of the Lord, you are my refuge. Psalm 91. Tell him, you are my healer. You are my shepherd. I will not want. Bible says, enlarge the place of your tent. Go to him. Say, Lord, I have enlarged the place of my tent. What next? <laughs> what do you want me to do next? I have done that. Let your dreams be bigger than what you can accomplish with your own strength. Otherwise, it won't be a miracle. But what I want to convey tonight is simply this. The Lord is with you. No matter what you're going through, even if it's difficult, even if you don't understand it, God has given His Word. His Word is His covenant. He will not leave you. He will not forget you. He has not forgotten you. Your day of deliverance is at hand. And on the other side, an eternal weight of glory for what God is doing right now In your life, would you stand up with me tonight and give God thanks for what He's doing in your life and see yourself in that light? Believe that all is well with you, that God is blessing you, that you will always have, regardless, there is not going to be want in your life. I mean, want is a very painful thing. He'll make you do crazy things. That's what Lemuel said in uh, Proverbs. Don't give me too much riches, and I don't want poverty. I just want to be satisfied. I don't want to beg. I'm not a beggar. I'm depending on the Lord. I don't have to be sick, sickness will come, but only for a moment. I will get my deliverance. And then I'm going out to heal the sick. Amen. Father we thank you tonight. Thank you. For the pillar of cloud. And the pillar of fire. That you have placed over our lives. To lead us. To guide us. The Holy Spirit of the living God. That is with us. To teach us. To guide us. To bring us into all truth. To bless us. So that there will be showers of blessings from heaven upon our lives. Showers of blessing. Lord, let there be showers of blessings upon your people today in the name of Jesus. Let the rain come down in the name of Jesus. Showers of blessings. Showers of blessings in Jesus' name upon every life tonight in the name of jesus let your people not know want according to your word the lions will hunger the young lion will hunger and suffer want but not those that put their trust in you we will not want in any area of life you are with us we are surrounded With favor as a shield. Thank you, Father. Establish that in our heart tonight. In Jesus' name. And the people of God said, Amen. God bless you.